Welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness, where we explore health, fitness, transitioning, and queer life from beyond the binary. Proudly brought to you by Fearless Movement Collective, the home of queer fitness and health. And here's your host, Bowie Stovar. Hi there, welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness. My name is Bowie Stover. My pronouns are they, them. I am so stoked to have you join me today. This show is recorded on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sovereignty never was and never will be ceded. I pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. This episode, friends, we are looking at the benefits of body fat. Why? Because having fat on our bodies is totally okay and it's something that all of our bodies create and it's something that all of our bodies have and there's nothing wrong with it. It is part of what our bodies do. Now, (laughs) there's a very one-sided narrative that is pushed by general social standards, by everyone that fat is bad, it's unattractive, it's unhealthy or unneeded and that is just not true and it's not a very good representation of fat. Seriously, if body fat was so bad for us, why the plop would our body create and store it? That is a rhetorical question. (laughs) Don't need to answer that. Because it's something that our bodies do. So with that being said, how can there possibly be this message that's pushed so strongly to say that it's not okay? Now, there is a long history of fat shaming and body shaming in Western culture. And it is particularly focused towards people who are AFAB. Surprise, surprise there. Because most of the shit that is perpetrated is by people who are cis white men not pointing fingers or anything but (laughs) now that's not to say that people who are AMAB are not influenced by these same social views and attitudes and aren't targeted to a lesser extent but it's just not pushed with the same amount of aggression that it is onto AFAB bodies and there's whole industries that are built around weight loss Pointing a big finger at the fitness industry, (laughs) as well as spaces like Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig, or the pharmaceutical companies out there that manufacture weight loss pills and supplements to try and convince people that if they drink this shake every day for six weeks, they're going to suddenly have the bodies that they want. There's surgeons that offer... Things like lap band surgeries or gastric bypass surgeries, liposuction and those cosmetic changes that come from plastic surgeons. It's just, it's a whole multitude of industries and it's all under this pretense of quotey fingers health. That's not It's not a healthy industry. None of these industries are actually focused on health. And they obviously don't see the hypocrisy of this because when they're selling health, quote your fingers on the health there, they're perpetuating a toxic and harmful as fuck culture of body and fat shaming. 
And it seems they just don't see it. They encourage women and AFAB folks to engage in their spaces to lose weight and therefore become more, quote fingers, socially accepted, attractive or healthier. And it's big money. That's what this is all about. Let's be honest here. What this all comes down to with these wellness and health industries so much of the time is about making money, like multiple millions of dollars a year from body shaming people into feeling so ashamed of themselves that they invest money and years of their lives trying to change the things about themselves that they've been told aren't okay. And that's not okay. Now, this is also not just these industries that do it because this is the people in generally all of our lives. I'm sure we've all experienced this. We've all heard this when people talk about their own weight in negative ways or in, in ways that that seem like there's shame around it. It's the comments that people make about other people. This constantly perpetuated message And it's just amplified by these industries to make money. Now, none of these industries truly value the folks that they're targeting. They they don't value all physiques. They put worth on one particular type of physique, one particular type of body presentation, and they try and force that onto everyone. Now, this is not possible for every person to achieve this look that is sold for a multitude of reasons. One of the most obvious ones being that every person's body configuration is different. Our body builds are different. The way that our distribution of all of our soft tissues across our bodies is different. So it can be absolutely impossible for some people to achieve this supposedly acceptable body image simply because all of our bodies are different. (laughs) And the truth is, as I mentioned just a minute ago, that our bodies actually require fat for so many different reasons. And this is not talked about. It's not a message that's ever really pushed. And it's always this negative expression around body fat. Now, today, we're going to be looking at the benefits of having body fat. Because as I mentioned, our body's created for a reason. And I mean, I could honestly make 10 episodes just on the totally messed up things that the health and fitness, the pharmaceutical and medical industries do to make money off the shaming of bodies, fat shaming, and the pathologizing of fat bodies. But that's not gonna happen because fuck them. (laughs) Today is all about why our body fat is good for us and why we need it in our lives because it it is not spoken about anywhere nearly as much as it should. It doesn't need to be a cause for shame. Now fat is a word that is used so often. It's everywhere. It's in this negative harmful way. People are in are shamed for having fat. They're shamed to be perceived as fat people. It's really, really toxic. But what even is fat? I think it's a word that's become so used, it's kind of like inclusion. It's like one of those words that's used so often. It's like, what does it even mean? What do we even know about 
the fat that is in our bodies? What understanding do we have of this? Because we're not taught that. We're taught it's bad. You don't want to have it. But we're not taught what it even is. And that boggles my mind. We're taught that, you know, you don't want too much fat on your body and you don't want to eat too much fat in your foods either. It's this message around fat, regardless of what form it takes, whether it's on you or you're putting it in you, that it's actually a bad thing. And that's not true. And today... I'm going to take you on a little bit of a nerd out about fat. <laughs> so, now fat cells are clinically known as adipocytes. It's a bit of a fancy word, but it's okay. It just means fat cells. And there are all different types of these cells in our body. So when we think about fat, we usually just think of it as just one thing and it's how it influences your body size but that's just not true there's many different types of fat cells in our bodies the most abundant of these cells are the ones that store excess lipids and molecules that include fats now fats are most commonly known as triglycerides and these fat cells also store other tissues now triglycerides make up the bulk of our stored fat and what a triglyceride is is in our body, it is a three fatty acid molecules connected to a single glycerol molecule. I know, it's a little bit of chemistry here. <laughs> so when anyone refers to fat, they are oversimplifying a very complex system in our body whose job is essential in keeping us alive and functioning. So when we break it down and look at it from that kind of basic molecular level, what this is saying really is that our body creates fat. Our body needs fat. And contrary to what so much of the messaging out there is said to imply, because what fat is on our bodies is stored energy. It's our body's way of creating a little backup because if we ever come to a point where we lack in an energy source, meaning food, nourishment, then we have something there that our body can draw on to keep us alive. That is what fat does. It's what it is. It is energy. Now, the fat that most people talk about or think of as bad is actually known as white fat because under the microscope, these fat cells look white. So that is why it is called that. This is the main substance that our body uses for energy storage. So it's the main type of fat cells that we have in our bodies as stored energy. Now, we do have fats in our bodies that don't store energy. We have fats in our bodies that are for supports or cushioning of parts of our body, like the fat that supports our eyeballs. Yeah, there's fat around our eyeballs in those sockets. Supports our eyeballs there. The fat cells that are on the, uh, our heels of our feet or our fingertips and our toes as well. So there are these fatty deposits in these other areas of our body for cushioning or protection of areas as well because we don't want to be walking imagine if you didn't have a heel the way that you did and you just had the bone of your foot there digging into the ground that's not going to be great so <laughs> these fat cells though these cushioning fat cell accumulations aren't necessarily going to be used for energy release unless we end up 
in starvation mode. So unless our body starts to go into starvation, in which case it then draws on all of the stored energy it could possibly access. But in general, the fat deposits on our fingers, our toes, our heels, around our eyeballs and things like that, they are there simply to support parts of our body. Now, bodies store fat in a bunch of other areas as well, and it's known by different names depending on the areas that it lives in. So fat that the body stores under the skin is known as subcutaneous fat. This is the cause of the much dreaded and stigmatized cellulite, and it is the most commonly seen as, quote, you think is bad fat. It's that subcutaneous fat, the fat that lives under our skin that shifts our body size and our body shape. This is what people often perceive and view of as fat and often the only type of fat that our body has. Not true. (laughs) Our body also stores fats around our organs and this is known as visceral fat. Now, there's also brown fat cells. They're not necessarily brown. They're more of like a multi-faceted coloring, but predominantly when they are grouped together, have a brownish coloring. Now, these cells are abundant in iron and they have their own unique function and they're only found in mammals. Now, they differ to white fat cells in that they release certain proteins that actually influence other cells in our bodies that are associated with the generation of heat at the expense of stored energy. It's like, what? Yes, that is right. These fat cells help our body heat itself. (laughs) Mind-blowing. Now, brown fat cells surround the heart and greater vessels, so our, our big arteries in our bodies, usually during infancy. And as we get older, they tend to kind of dissipate or disperse and become smaller deposits that become found in little groupings within our white fat cells. So they don't always stay in the one place as our bodies grow and develop. Now, I really hope that you're starting to see that fat in our bodies is not just, you know, random fat for no reason. It's hugely important in our bodies. It is a part of our bodies and It just can't be generalized into these statements of fat is bad or unhealthy or unattractive by every jerk out there who probably has no idea about the complexities of the role that fat plays in our lives. There's nothing wrong with the body fat that we have because it is of value to our very existence. Now that we've kind of had a little bit of a nerd out about all the different types of fat cells. (laughs) Let's look at how they influence our bodies because this is something that is often a very one-sided narrative and it's very focused on fat cells cause all of these negative health implications and comorbidities like diabetes and things like that. And it's pointed out as like this is the only thing that fat cells do in our bodies and that's not true. So let's start with white fat cells. (laughs) After we eat, uh, our body produces insulin. Insulin is a protein that is released in our body and it interacts with our blood sugar. Now, our white fat cells will literally swell in size and take in more triglycerides. Triglycerides are that, that energy that our body stores, the three fatty acids plus a glycerol molecule. <laughs> our body expands to take in this energy source and store it. 
our energy is stored in our fat cells, in our white fat cells. And when our insulin levels drop, so after we've had our meal and everything starts to get digested and our energy levels begin to decrease, our white fat cells will actually release these triglycerides for a quick energy source when we need it. So it actually starts to fuel our body when we need energy. Amazing. These white blood cells help to regulate our blood sugar, and that's really important because that influences our energy levels, whether we're feeling energized, whether we're feeling really flat. And white blood cells also actually secrete multiple proteins that help increase and decrease these blood sugars, as I was talking about. So they help to bring it in and store it. They help to let it out and help us use it. On a side note here, and something that is not talked about very often, if our bodies have too little fat on them, they are unable to regulate blood sugar and glucose levels. So that messaging out there that you see in all those super shredded people who are like, oh, I go to the gym, I work out, look at my six pack. There, you see them and it's pushed as this ideal body image and this ideal image of health. It's not actually healthy. They can be seriously fucking up their bodies by being that lean, by being that shredded, while all the time trying to give this impression of health. And it's not true. So just remember that. Because skinny and lean does not equal health. You can have a multitude of issues because you are that size as well. And it doesn't, it doesn't make our bodies healthy by being like that. It can actually be doing some really long-term damaging things to our bodies when, they, when it can't regulate itself and it can't regulate, regulate blood sugar and it can't regulate energy levels and stuff like that. That's not great. It's really not. Now, our body's ability to store energy is essential for our survival. If our body does not have an energy source to draw on, then we're unable to function long term. And not everyone has the ability to rely on eating regularly to get the energy they need. So our body's ability to store energy in the form of fat is invaluable to our very survival. And this is a trait that has evolved over the however many years humans have been existing and living because there comes a point and it, we can't always rely on having access to food over time. And those, that stored energy is what is going to help us survive through those periods. Can't live without it. Now, fat tissue also plays a big part in our immune system as well. Our fat can release compounds that promote inflammation. Now, inflammation is touted as this really bad thing. like, And too much inflammation is not great. But it is super important when our body has an infection that these compounds are able to be released to promote inflammation because that helps fight infection. And we can't do that without fat cells. And there's also this flap of fat in our abdomen that has immune cells that are kind of clumped all through it and actually live in there and exist in there. And those immune cells living in that fat curtain in our stomach <laughs> is there so that they kind of monitor the health of the fluids around our organs and they are there to detect infection and we couldn't have that if we didn't have that fat that lived in our stomach there within our abdomen to make sure that we weren't getting infections around our organs and without the fat and without the immune cells there we wouldn't have a body that can function so it's pretty clear i hope you're starting to see it's pretty clear just how important fat cells are 
for us, for our everyday lives. And if we don't have them, our bodies can't possibly function. Now, it's interesting to note here that throughout all of this research that I've done around the influences of fat on our bodies, they are almost completely skewed towards the negative implication of what is perceived as excess fat. Quote your fingers on the excess fat because who made that standard? <laughs> Open question. <laughs> now, finding objective information that wasn't focused in some way on fat shaming was a real challenge. And I have spent a long time looking through many scholarly reports and articles around the research that is provided for fat in our bodies. And it was so hard to find anything that was objective. And this is because funding for research is often done with the intent to prove a specific point. People set out in this research is like, I believe this. I believe that body fat is bad for us. So now all my research is going to be skewed towards finding everything that justifies that opinion. And not only that, research gets funded and studies get funded by organizations that will benefit from the particular outcome that that scientific report is trying to prove. And this is invaluable for those pharmaceutical industries particularly and the surgical fields because then they have justification for how they can charge people all this money and shame people about their bodies all under that pretense of health. So it's really important to remember that, that all the research out there and a lot of this pathologizing and medicalizing of fat bodies is done with the intent to find the negatives of being someone who has a fat body. And it doesn't have to be like that, but there's just not a lot of effort put into otherwise because there's this underlying unhealthy and totally toxic culture and it's it's deep. Like there's so much more to the body shaming and fat shaming that we see than, than what is there on the surface. And it involves colonialism and it involves racism and sexism. And this is a, this is not a shallow topic. And that is important to keep in mind because it becomes easier to see how all of this, all of these industries, all of this research, all of this data is skewed in such a way to shame people for having fat on their bodies. Now, let's have a recap of what we've looked at today. We've had a pretty in-depth look at what fat even is. I hope that was insightful for you, a little bit interesting. Just understanding that fat is not simply just this word that means one thing. There are many different forms of fat cells in our bodies. They all have very different functions and they are all vital in our body's ability to do so much of the things that it does. We can't survive without fat. Our bodies can't maintain a stable body temperature without fat. It insulates our bodies. It actually holds our body temperature in and keeps our core temperature stable. Can't do it without it. <laughs> It is a vital part of our very existence in so many ways. As I mentioned, our immune responses, our stored energy for our survival. There's even implications that it is involved with fertility, with libido as well. So there's not one part of our lives that aren't influenced by our body's need to have fat cells on it. 
as I've just outlined, we've looked at the role that fat plays in our bodies, all the amazing things that it does that helps us in our everyday lives. And we've looked at that fuck the weight loss industries that seek to pathologize fat bodies for their own profits because they have an agenda. And their agenda is to make money off the shame and the hurt of other people. And that is not okay. Now, you can find all the details from today's show in the show notes. If you're enjoying the show, if you enjoyed this episode or there's another one that you really liked, I would love it if you shared it with someone who you think could also benefit from that. And if you have any questions about this episode or you just want to have a chat or learn a bit more about what we do or how we can support you, you can go to our website, www.fearlessmovement.com. Co. You can jump in there, you can message us, you can try out our trial and look at how you can perhaps move your body in some ways or look at some other training that may be interesting for you. <laughs> you can also find us if you don't want to go to our website on social media by going to Facebook and looking up Fearless Movement Collective or going to Instagram, which is where we are most active, and going to our non-gendered fitness account at non underscore gendered underscore fitness or me bowie as the dot no dot t dot nb yes remember feels movement collective's instagram account is now combined with non-gendered fitness we're in the one spot at non underscore gendered underscore fitness follow us if you don't already and until next week friend remember our bodies are supposed to have fatty tissue And the real falsehood is the messaging that says we shouldn't. Your body is perfect just as it is, regardless of your size. And your body is doing exactly what it was created to do, which is live and thrive in the best way that it can. Have a right as they go.